Welcome to the Barfly Podcast Season 2. My name is Jeff Burkhart, Barfly columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars and its newly released sequel, 20 Years Behind Bars, Volume 2, Parole Denied. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, Community Director for the online review site, Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. So don't worry about tomorrow, take it for today, forget about the chat, we'll get hell to pay, have a drink on me. So we're here today with Jed Robertson, the owner-operator of Wuchak Wood-Fired Pizza, Shoreline Coffee Shop, and the new watershed in uh, Mill Valley. You're also the original partner in the new incarnation of Sweetwater. Nice to have you here. Thanks for coming. Thank My you. first question is, do you ever sleep? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I know what four o'clock in the morning looks like. Yeah. <laughs> from, from both sides. From both sides, yeah. <laughs> for sure. That's, th- that's three uh, businesses in one market. And Mill Valley is not a particularly large town. So how do you, how do you manage that? Well, I mean, you can see someone for breakfast and he'll ask you what they want for dinner and you can get ahead of it and cook dinner for them on the other side (laughs) at another restaurant. How do you you handle it? Um, I think you get to know a lot about your market. You get to know a lot about people's eating habits. You can make adjustments. You see people all day long. You do get a lot of feedback. Yeah, Mill Valley people are not shy about offering feedback. No. Yeah. And so, then there's social media, too. Well, there's yeah. that, too. Yes. <laughs> I so, happen to work for one of those companies. <laughs> yeah. It's called Yelp. You might have heard of it. Yeah. Anyway. But, so the, the thing is, is that that's true, that you build these relationships. I mean, I've been doing what I do for 30 years, so I know a lot yeah. of these people. I've seen them grow up and that sort of thing. You get to see them on a day-to-day basis, like you said, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then, you know, out and about. Right. So, you know, that creates a different dynamic. And, you know, we make fun of a, a, the Mill Valley a lot, but a lot, there's a lot of good people down here. They yeah. do a lot of cool things. Yeah. So, I mean, what are, what are some of the things that, uh, that you do to foster that relationship? Well, I think everybody who gets into the restaurant business gets into it for a different reason. And I think because, you know, I think the first restaurant I did, which was Small Ship Flatbreads, you know, before it was Boot Jack and before it was Molina, was kind of just, uh, you know, everybody wants to open a restaurant. So right. I opened a restaurant, right? And then like, It'll be fun. Are, now what I'm doing, right? right? And yeah, right. I think I kind of ignored, I was in the business for a long time, you know, and it's just still a hobby, still a hobby. And then I'm like, well, I'm in this business. I have to make money in it now. Right. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I've got to, you know, uh, and then what does it mean to be successful in that business? Right. right. And then once you're living in a town, you're like, well, what's this town missing? You know, but we need, well, the music all went away. Let's right. get the music all back. Because you originally started with In the Woods, right? Wasn't it The Woods Productions? In the Woods is yeah. the parent company for Sweetwater. Right. And it's taken twists and turns, and it's awesome. And that's a public service by right. all the investors and people. There's a ton of people who were involved getting that thing back there. That was and an amazing accomplishment. Because it's a book. It's an unwritten oh, yeah. book that you know probably should not be written. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was interesting, right? And it's, it's, that's the, a lot of the characters. A lot of the musicians yeah. uh, uh, in this town are amazing. Yes. Right, and so, and it, there's a cottage industry with that of people who do poster work who weren't working, and right? People who do uh, all music sorts production, of stuff and, right? Yeah. yeah, and kids in in high school who have a place to perform again, and that kind of stuff, which I think is super important. So, for me, what I found after just the, you know, the idea of opening a restaurant kind of wore off. Like, what's the purpose of it? And for me, it's always been community. So I'm not, you know, the restaurant business is great. There's eight billion people on the planet; they have to eat, and so everybody's trying to figure out how to you know, feed these people, right? So the way you do it is very personal. For me, it's got to be a community 
effort. Like the diner is a community, the coffee shop, it's a community place. It's a place that's just, it's in Tam Junction because it's a meeting place. It's a stop-up place. It should be casual. And you see not only just community and meetings and stuff, you see moms and their sons like parse out of their family and have their special moment there. So it's a really, it serves a purpose greater than just food or, you know, just a restaurant or whatever it is. It's got a community purpose too. Right. Well, people forget that, the social aspect of that whole thing, right? right. The idea is that, that it is a place to gather. You know, I say that about uh, about uh, the restaurant I work in, where you... Where is that? <laughs> not supposed to say. <laughs> Should come by one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> but, but at any rate, they, the thing is, is that you, you, you see these people's families grow up. You see right. these intimate moments. And for, for you, it might be just another day where you're preparing food or preparing drinks. But for them, it can be a pivotal moment in their lives, right? right? It can be a christening or a, a birthday or, a, a, you know, whatever it is right. and those are you know you have to recognize that it's not just a fast food line where you're serving food at least i don't think it should be and i think that those are the ones that are successful i mean i was when i was at shoreline just a little while ago there were people they knew everyone's name who walked in the door and that's there were amazing. a lot of people there that's and that's amazing, amazing yeah. right i mean because i you know there's a coffee shop up by my place where i've been there 50 times and they, yeah. like they've never seen me before right. right and it's amazing how that part gets lost in the hospitality industry uh, I think it's a sense of community, yeah, right? right? And with a sense of community, you have a sense of responsibility right. as an operator. And fortunately, on the other side, too. And then you've got a real kind of winning type of place where people typically behave well. You know, there's right. certain, you know, and they're there to see other people they haven't seen in, in a long time. Or, you right. Know, there's always outliers, things, yeah. for sure, in any situation. Because, you know, you're open to the public. And once you open the doors... Who knows who's going to come in? You try to weed through them after a while. You, you do, know? and you find your customer base, and you know they find their place to go, and everybody kind of you know goes to their place in town and become regular doing sure. what they do, which is kind of cool, right? So. Well, I mean, it's part of well, yeah, it's actually a, a, a great point that you do kind of weed them out. By, by creating an environment that doesn't necessarily welcome that kind of behavior. And so you want the people who are, are behave themselves and, you know, are just good people. Yeah. And again, you know, that the, it, you know in my column, I make fun of people, but the, the great majority of the people around here are really actually right. pretty good. And you learn, you learn from your customers too. It's a two-way street. I think, you know, people come in and there's different trends or there's different kind of things that happen. I remember, you know, uh, going to a certain, certain restaurant bar and forever trying to get just the zest into my martini. <laughs> and, you know, and it, it wasn't there yet, right? Right. And then eventually it's, you know, it's not just that. But right. Like, you know, I need my pancakes this way or it's fine. We're going to do that. We're going to start changing something that way. Or like the, the struggle at Watershed in the beginning was there's a certain group in town here, 35 to 45-year-old women who you want to be eating lunch right. uh, every day, and we didn't have the salads yet. And right. like, you don't have the salads yet. I'm like, well, we, <laughs> we have one salad that we really like, and you guys should right. eat it. I'm like, nope, that's not the salad. That's not the crack salad that we eat right. mulch, <laughs> right? And right. so we have our crack salads at Watershed, and it is full of 35 to 45-year-old women. This is right. not an advertisement to go to Watershed. It's just, <laughs> is there a dish called the crack salad? Hey, wait a minute. I think that was an advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there are certain things that you might lose touch with being a restaurateur uh, that you have to learn from your consumers, too. And, you know, you change and kind of. Right. And, well, and how do you learn from them? Because they just tell you? Or, or like, you just. Like Jeff was saying, uh, you know, in the supermarket, 
people come up to you here. They're not shy in Mill Valley. They're going to tell you. I get texts. Yeah. You know, most of the people do not use Yelp who are customers. They're, you know, the, those are the first time people right. that come in. You know, the people who, I mean, every once in a while, someone you know will talk to you through Yelp and you will say, come across the street. I'm like right here. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 The thing. That's right. right. Um, it's really good to navigate with those uh, online review sites in the beginning, I think, and if you have a big tourist base, right? Right. And so Shoreline, even though everybody knows everybody there, we actually have a, a decent tourist base because it's on the way to the, Muir Woods. Muir Woods, sure. You know, and usually it's like, why, is, why aren't your eggs two ninety nine for... But, there is some input you don't necessarily because, take, right? Because yeah. you're not from California. And right. That's, that's, each egg costs two ninety nine here right. for us. So, well, you know, that's, but the idea is being open to, to, to input. You know, I've, I've worked for a lot of chefs who know this is what I'm doing. Right. And you see that with, the, with bar managers, too, right. where it's, no, we're, we're going to be a gin bar. And it's like, well, in this, in whatever market it is, no one's buying gin. So right. that's a great idea, but where are these people going to come from? So part of the idea of belonging to a community is listening to that community. And, and, and I, I love the point to see what the community needs. Yeah. Because so often people have a preconceived notion of, I'm going to do this, I'm going to put it, build it, and they will come. Right. That's not that necessarily true. Work. That right. was not in the restaurant right. industry, yeah. no. Yeah, that was my first restaurant, and, and that's exactly right. So the first restaurant, it didn't have to be in Mill Valley. It could have been anywhere. I was in the city. I was a corporate head owner. I had money. Um, I had money. <laughs> and I had this concept to do organic, you know, food after a restaurant that I loved in Warren Waitsfield, Vermont. And they did this really cool flatbread thing. And I just love those guys. And, you know, followed our path down here, used different flowers, used a different oven, used, you know, all sorts of different stuff. Got to know all the farmers and brought it. And that was pre-organic stuff. If you read the write-up in the Chronicle 18 years ago, whenever, whenever we opened Small Shut Up, it said, oh, yeah, good luck with that. You know, organic <laughs> stuff, right? I'm like, all right, I don't know. I didn't know any better. I wasn't in the restaurant business at all. Yeah. And I just thought you should get your food from farmers. Right. You know? Right. But common sense. Right. Right. But, a lot of these trends are just common sense. Like right. a zest in a martini is a perfect example. Right. It tastes better. Yeah. Right. So why not do that? Right. Yeah. Make, but, but people get pigeonholed into these uh, preconceived notions and then they just keep doing the same thing, yeah. banging the same drum and it never changes. So when uh, now that you've opened up Watershed, how many months has it been now? Uh, it's four months minus four days for PG&E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll definitely get to that. But I'm curious. So going back to the idea of you filling a void in a community. Right. What was your mindset then in launching this restaurant? So the first one was something I wanted to do. And then after that, being in this town, it was it was easy to find things that you weren't able to do here. So I, re- I was raising a, a child here through the through the school system. So I'm kind of stuck. So you're here for a while and you have a restaurant. So you're kind of stuck. So like, what do we need? If you're going to go out at night and not go to the city, what do you want? Sweetwater is easy. Because it closed and we needed to open it back up. Mm-hmm. Um, the diner, I just didn't want to lose the diner. And I'm from the East Coast, so I wanted diner. And I didn't want someone to go in there and make it a super duper. Not a super duper, like a, <laughs> a love super duper. Love super duper. Like a, you know, just like a, a chain, chain right, 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 type right. thing. Um, and uh, I was thinking like in and out or something like that. And um, lose some authenticity. Watershed, what I had been hearing a lot from, and it's an unbelievably beautiful setting. It right? is, yeah. Uh, there are families who don't have 
uh, a place to put their kids. And, you know, there's cornhole outside, you know, and people can run around and it feels super natural, right? right? And so when the, the, and we wanted, we had Molina, which was Bay Area 100, um, and, but it was just for adults. And so this is, what's the hybrid type of restaurant where you can have adult food, offer some options for some other people, the whole family can come down. And then when the baby cries, take them outside and play cornhole with them. Or right. the kids get restless, they can run around in the yard. So we didn't have that. It's like kind of very Midwestern-y sure. type of thing that, but all of a sudden, the remarkable thing about the Mill Valley Lumberyard is like we found a room. Right. And I had used to have these dreams. Like, you like, oh, I got a whole room in my house that, you know, it's like whatever it is. Like, we just got this brand new room for free called the Mill Valley Lumberyard that mm-hmm. shouldn't exist right. because of the conversion over to what it, what, it, what it is and what the Matthews did over there is pretty cool. Um, and the opportunity really was to have this broader family environment and still be an adult and have your kids nearby without them screaming. Right. Right. Our customers were always asking for, well, can you put like an easel and a game room in the, like a Chuck E. Cheese in the restaurant? I'm like, no, because that's every inch costs money for, right. you know, it's just very tight business. Um, but Do you I, have one at your house? No, right. you don't. So right. we're not putting one here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I believe like a wonderful place that I go to once in a while. It is a place where kids, it's a place where I brought my kid where he had to wear a nice shirt. And he had to behave. So there is something good about having okay. to behave in a restaurant, too, which a lot of parents don't really seem to get. Or their dogs. That's a whole other, <laughs> That's a whole other thing, yes. Um, uh, it's but, a whole other beast. Yes. But there, there, is, there, there just was this opportunity to not have it be, you know, just crayons and all this junk and trying to keep the or, – or, or screens for the kids, which I hate seeing in the restaurants. Right. Um, and really have a place where, okay, kids do get restless, go outside, run around. Right. It's a huge mm-hmm. area. So, so mission accomplished? I think so, yeah. 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 Well, I you mean, guys have been very successful, too. I mean, not only on that realm, but but you've got Pete, Mayor Pete was there just, I mean, like oh, two weeks after you opened, three I weeks mean, after you opened. That was amazing. Back after back, Mayor Pete was there, and then for some reason, Congressman Kennedy from Massachusetts was like, why was Mayor Pete here? And he came in. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is extraordinary. Right? Yeah. And we do have amazing investors in that project who are all very community oriented and they're mm-hmm. you know i was like why don't i know these guys i'm like well i'm 52 right and they're 38 that's why i don't know them right? they're new <laughs> like the old tooth going out uh, but they're all super interested in creating that kind of community too and they bring in their different segments of uh, the community which is really cool so yeah mary Pete was awesome you know and people really showed up and yeah, it was just fun. To, Did people know he was going to be there? Or I, it was kind of like Snoop Dogg. It sold out in seconds, <laughs> for the film right? festival. Yeah, at it, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just one of those things where people aren't used to getting that here. I don't think, and maybe maybe Marin's getting less uh, liberal in some ways, or it's more diverse than it used to be. I think okay. there are conservative people who live here and different people, and oh, yeah. so you know when you have you know you know coming to the hot tub capital of the world it's not really like that there is a diversity of people right, here sure. yeah. and I think uh, yeah we have different kinds of hot tubs now <laughs> we might even have a spa <laughs> yes. right. anyway I think it's worth it for these guys you know to come here and I think everybody was just was like what there's actually a presidential candidate coming here and talking to us it was really it was just a fun experience you know right. absolutely but it's those types of things that make the restaurant business what the restaurant business is too. again it goes back to community right it's like what what else can we do here we've had so many events over there we do we did 
Tam High 40th High School reunion, they were, I knew they were going to be a nightmare because they were like four <laughs> years older than me growing up and they were trouble back then. But it was super fun, right? Yeah. And so we try to do, and we've had lacrosse coaches and we try to give the room away and do, we had the kiddo fundraiser there, you right. know, and it's just like use it. And right. so, well, and uh, I think that's actually something that pays off. I mean, it's obviously better to give than to receive, but if you give back enough to the community, they're happy to. You know, return that favor right. to you as well. It's, it's not lost on me. You know, yeah. I, I'd rather I've never advertised on any restaurant, and I think it, you, that's what you do do, right? And when we had Small Shed, we gave the food to the uh, to One Forty Two Throckmorton Theater for the green room all the time. I got yeah. to meet Robin Williams. I got to meet Dana Carvey. It was really cool. So I mean, you, you get stuff back. There's karma involved. You don't do it for that purpose. But yeah, of course. That's the way it's a town culinary work. community right. karma, which yeah. I think is a great thing. Don't worry about tomorrow. Think of what today. Please join us next time when we welcome Joan Simon, a full plate consultant, one of the top restaurant hospitality marketing firms in the Bay Area, to talk about the value of restaurant hospitality marketing. My name is Jeff Burkhart. Thanks for listening.